Hey, 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 welcome to the Blue Collar Philosophers Podcast. This is Biker Mike. And we have a guest with us again today, mostly because Devin's a giant piece of shit who decides that I need to work. I need to go out of town. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, I don't mind being third pick there. Yeah. It, fourth, uh, really. Fourth, yeah. No, yeah, I so, called Devin first, yeah. then Mike Friesen, yeah. <laughs> then you. Hey, you know what? When you scrape the bottom and you still hit something, you still hit something. That's right. Right? Uh, yeah. There was this or talk by myself, and it's never ever good when I try that. I've, I've listened to them mm. and I just go on rants and raves and it just gets really depressing. And you just like, spiral. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Global warming's a myth. <laughs> Don't even get me started because we'll change the whole topic right oh, now if we it, have to. It, it, it very easily because it's all hot garbage. But. Well, just, yeah, that's exactly what they are. They're, mm-hmm. they're catch pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Something that gets people emotionally invested. Hey, let's say you want to do research. It's like, oh, I want to research cats. And it's like, well, we're not going to research that. The effects of global warmings on cats. Okay, cool. We're in. Sold. They'll do it. <laughs> they will. You could get it. Like, you just put the words global warmings blank and, and you could get funding. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's like, no, if, if you're going to reaffirm anything that we're doing, we're done. Like, so, we can do it. hear me out. Yeah. I want to talk about the effects of whiskey companies not sponsoring this podcast <laughs> and how global warming is affecting that. Yes. Oh, That'd be, that you could get 10, 20, $30,000. Um, so we're looking for sponsors. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. <laughs> if you own a whiskey company and you want to sponsor us mm-hmm. to help fight global warming, mm-hmm. it would be helpful to have a couple more bottles up here on the, on the yeah. shelf. Yeah. You, you guys, you, the listeners can't hear it, but there's a shelf to my left here. And I would say we could fit at least six to eight more bottles yeah. very comfortably. We only have, um, well, one tequila and a bourbon, a oh, Knob Creek 9. So good. And then a lot 40 that uh, mm. Coin brought in. What did you have in the, the gas pump there? Uh, I put rum in there. I a liked spiced it. rum. That was so good. I it, think it, I might be a rum guy. It, I can't do it. Oh, I love it. It's unfortunate because it, no, it gets me very drunk very quickly. <laughs> it's not it's good. Like, it's like you're, I have one and I'm like, what the hell is going Your alcohol Achilles heel. Uh, it's, it's horrible. I can have three, four glasses of whiskey and I'm fine. But I have like one double rum and Coke and I'm like... I am talking like a retard, which, you know, if you listen to this, you'd be like, Mike, that's normal. Well, fuck you. But <laughs> part of the course, man. <laughs> no, when we were here last and, we, and you poured me a glass, mm-hmm. I, I had you add two or three times to it because I couldn't even taste it. It was so good. And then Mike yeah. Friesen was like, bro, you're driving, right? Like, <laughs> like you're just having that one. I was like, I don't, there's not even that much in it. but Yeah, it, it sneaks up on you. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I do have to do a quick announcement. Oh. Uh, one. Yes, sponsors. We would love a whiskey company, bourbon, mostly. Oh, if you make a blend, not vodka, fuck vodka. <laughs> Waste of space. Do not care for it. <laughs> you don't whiskey. like nail polish? What? <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, we're doing a giveaway. Some mm. of you know that we were going to do a um, a motorcycle trip to Drumheller, Alberta for the Loud as Hell Metal Festival. Shit come up. I can't go. Devin can't go. Uh, we're not going to be doing that road trip like we wanted to. With that being said. Sloppy seconds. That's what it sounds like to me. Sloppy seconds. We are making lemonade from the lemons. That is my life. Nice. (laughs) We're going to give away our tickets. If you want to go to the Loud as Hell Metal Festival and you don't have the money for August long weekend to go to that festival in Drumheller, Alberta, you like, you share, you do whatever you have to do. We will do a random selection 
and and we'll just choose somebody to send them to. We will be doing that draw on Friday. I'll do it on Instagram, whatever the fuck we want to do there. But whoever, if we get some, you know, views out of this, great. I don't care. We're not using the tickets. They're already paid for. You want them. You can have them. All you got to do is like and share this with your friends. Share it to, like, social media general. You know, show the whole world what a piece of shit you are for listening to this cancelable <laughs> content. Or don't. I don't care. Uh, either way, we won't be able to go if you want to go. And here's the thing. You might know somebody who's a metalhead that would love these tickets. Do it for them. Show them this podcast and get them the tickets. And keep in mind that it's just the right price and all you got to do is share it. Mm-hmm. The right price for me in a lot of instances is free. Yeah. And that if all I got to do is share a podcast. But that's, that's how easy that is. That's super I'm easy. a little irritated that you haven't already shared it. You. Yeah. You. Yeah, right? If, if you're listening and you haven't, like, stopped this podcast to go share this episode, mm-hmm. you, you're failing. Do it on social media. Do it on uh, Facebook. Uh, I don't think Twitter. We won't be checking Twitter. It's Instagram or Facebook. Fuck Twitter. I don't have time for that shit. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I can't take anything serious that, that starts with, hey, do you hear what Buddy tweeted? He taught, he taught, put he tat. He taught, he Fuck He did Twitter. taught, put he tat, though. Nobody believes him. <laughs> I know. So, uh, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, or and, and if you did, do it somewhere else, like verbally, DM the podcast. Maybe we'll count it. I don't give a fuck. Sounds super douchey, though. Just share it on social media. Obviously, yeah. verbally tell, but... Yeah, you should be doing most of the stuff when it comes to this podcast verbally. Yeah. You should not. I, I have no presence online. It's <laughs> really bad. We need we You need to hide any uh, acquaintances or any, any know-how of... Knowledge or know-how of the podcast. Yeah. Because... Allegedly, um, it, free speech isn't a real thing in Canada. So no, you it's could, not. Simply listening to this podcast, like, could you get in trouble for listening to a oh, podcast? Yeah, probably. Not listening, but saying, right? Because if you uh, repeat uh, something. I don't know. Hmm. If, if you are doing it to cancel them, you have to be doing it I, not, almost like doing something ironically, mm. where that's how you get away with it. It's like, oh, I wasn't listening for the content itself. It's because I wanted to cancel them. Oh, so you have to. So it's it's fine to research. say things if you're being malicious to hurt people as long as you're you trying that. to hurt people saying mean things. Yes. Ah, okay. That and and you have no to classify <laughs> what they, you, everyone has to agree what your mean thing is. And if they don't agree, they're probably wrong too. Yeah. And I think a, an important step that you might not want to miss when you're sharing and trying to cancel the podcast is, is to really yell right in people's face about oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, uh. That really shows that you have more passion for and, the cancellation. And, and to better highlight that you believe so strongly, you need to reflect that in your persona. So mm-hmm. d- dye your hair pink or blue. Oh, yeah. Or that, a combination. That re- yeah, a combination of yeah. both. And it really shows w- who you are. Mm-hmm. Everyone mm-hmm. will know. You, you're not okay with you because you can't even accept your own hair color. But that's fine. That's okay. You will know... <laughs> You'll know you're doing the right We're just thing. Facetious as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you? I don't care. You can cancel us. I've I've said some pretty heinous shit. Well, yes. I don't know. I don't think it's that heinous. But you know, when you challenge global warming, it's I know or tranny stuff. And it, even saying the word tranny, if you're not referring to a transmission, oh when you say tranny nowadays, you oh. you know what's so funny? Okay, I am not for the trannies. 
okay? I'm just going to be out there. Not a fan. So, so much that, so I'm a mechanic, right? So I'm a mechanic shop. I send parts requests through digitally parts requests. It's like sending an email to the parts department saying, hey, I need X, Y, Z. Yeah. Well, if I'm asking anything to do with the transmission, I used to just write T-R-A-N-S, trans, like trans yeah. filter or trans yeah. blah, blah, blah. Now I don't. I write the whole word out. Just, just that. Just to not write trans. Just, just, Transmission. And what, it's extra typing and it's baloney, but I don't care. I really want to buy a Trans Am now. A Pontiac Trans Am. I just, I would rock it. I'd be like, this is my Trans Am. I fuck it around everywhere. Just, You'd be the coolest trans person I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody needs to, I, oh. So if you ever heard an episode that you wanted to cancel. Yeah. We're starting strong. We've already yeah. mentioned global warming. Yep. So trigger. Mm-hmm. Talking about transmissions and cars, yes. trigger. Oh. Oh you my have goodness. to have a standard, though. If you have an, if you have an automatic trans, I, I realize it was the eighties and nineties. Mm. It was so horrible. Automatic transmissions suck. Like they're good now. They're arguably better now. Yes. Than the people. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're better than people. Automatic transmissions today are better than people. Notably. But what's funner? Oh, a manual, obviously. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Not anymore. Anyways, you can't just sidestep a clutch no or you know, I'm not, yeah. even even doing a brake stand most yeah. trucks don't they don't do it they'll yeah. build boost for a second if it's a diesel say yeah. and then it just falls off because like oh you're never doing anything yeah yeah Stupid. Oh. <laughs> they've taken all the fun out of everything God, i damn. know and that's why i ride motorcycles because that's oh i got in trouble tell me okay so um i've been working on this thing i was talking about it last week people heard it uh where i've been uh, doing a standing crucifix or they call it indian larry not the true indian larry uh it's like on a motorcycle mm-hmm. you stand up on your back pegs or front pegs if you can and then you let go of your handlebars and you put your arms way in the air so you're i'm standing on my back pegs which puts me about a foot higher than normal mm-hmm. and then i let go of my bars and i put my hands straight out and uh so, so you look like a crucifix or indian larry as they call it and uh it's dangerous I would imagine so. How fast are you going when you do this? Only 110. Maybe, oh, that's maybe, nothing. Maybe, maybe 115. Like, uh, it's it's nothing crazy. You wear leather though, right? Oh, I was. So leather, I mean, you got 50 feet of skid but I, before I was the in, leather's gone. I was in a pack and I did it in the middle of the pack. And so you'd <laughs> run over by 12 other guys? Possibly. <laughs> they did not appreciate it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I've been practicing this. It's not like I'm... You know, oh, I'm doing it once and oh, I'm dangerous or oh, I have fucking four kids. Fu- I realize it's a little bit dangerous. My favorite part about this story, Mike, is that they don't care that they would run you over. They're mad that you would wreck their bike. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? No, they were probably worried about their own safety because these are, these are very nice Christian people. They're so oh, nice right. that they didn't call and talk to me directly. They talked to somebody else and said, hey, we don't appreciate him doing this. You but- got a problem with me. You fucking call me. And if you don't have my number, you're not important enough for me to care. Ditto. Either way, I'm not riding with those people again. I'm like, yeah. sorry, they're too nice. I, I am not a nice rider person. I, I hang out with assholes, and it's great. Well, it's like it's like Jesus. Everybody says, oh, Jesus was nice. Jesus wasn't nice. He was mm-hmm. kind. And there is a notable difference. He, he called a woman a dog. The woman at the well. He called her a dog? At one point, he, he, called, he called... What translation is that? <sighs> you know what's really funny, now that we're talking about this? Yeah. The... World Economic Forum, since we're talking about things yeah, that yeah. Are just canceled, um, they're rewriting the Bible. You hear about this? They're rewriting the Bible to make it a true religion. And I thought it was really uh, interesting. Cool. Do you know what they've done? So what did Jesus say when the the gal, he was doing the sermon and the gal was caught uh, being adulterous? Yeah. And what did the people say to her? We, what do we have to do to her? 
Yeah, stoner. Stoner, yeah, right? Yeah. And then what did Jesus say? He said, uh, he without sin, throw the first stone. That's right. Yeah. So the AI is rewriting that story. And you know what they're doing to change what? it? What are they doing? They're saying that Jesus says, let thou without sin, throw the first stone, blah, blah, blah. And one by one, they all left and rah, rah, rah. And then Jesus is left there. And yeah. instead of him saying, now go and sin no more. Yeah. The new one changes the story to say that Jesus stones her. That that doesn't. <laughs> that's a sin, bro. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm without sin. Hey, here we go. Yeah. Just crack, cracking, crack a lagging. What makes me laugh about that's... this is, is people are going to buy this first of all, right? Uh... And then what they don't understand is by doing that and by changing that story. Yeah, that means that Jesus sinned, which means his life or the the his life that he put on the cross, like, is no longer. Well, I don't know. Is, it, is punishment sin? Because it's simply a form in, in their religion and their understanding, in the Judaic religion especially. It's not a matter of uh, killing somebody. It's, 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 it's no. punishment. But it's not thou shall not kill. It's thou shall not murder. Yes. And I think I even as a punishment, stoning someone is. It's bad. It's, it's front upon. It's front upon. It's kind of overarching. I've never done it. I don't want to. I've thrown rocks at people though, but oh, it was 100%. mostly for fun. You know what though? When you throw a rock at somebody and it hits them in the head, there's a it's a noise. It's a noise that doesn't go away. Yeah. It 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 sticks with you. Oh, we did this thing back in the day. We saw a dog, so my buddy's dog, yeah. swimming across um, the Peace River. Yeah. And for some stupid reason, we're like, I wonder if I could throw a rock that far. You could, I imagine. And we could, and then it's like, I wonder how close I can get to the dog. Oh my goodness! And so me and like two other buddies, this guy. We were throwing rocks, just you know, just to get close. We're playing, and then all of a sudden, I threw one, and I'm like, "Oh no! Oh no! Oh, you just you know that feeling. You can't see it, but you feel it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I think I got it. I think I might have. I it plunked right beside him, and in that moment, I realized what we were doing. <laughs> You're like, what are we doing? It's like it's I like, don't want to hit him. It's like playing basketball. You know, you feel that shot feels so good. You know it's going. It's the opposite of that, though, because you know it's going to hit the dog, and now you realize that maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> man, I had no desire to. On the plus side of that, though, the, the silver lining of that is I feel like he probably won. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I did. I got a, I got a pretty Take accurate Take that W, arm. bro. Take that W. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very far, too. I'm trying to find It's in John 4. It's talking about the woman at the well. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he's saying even a woman or a... Uh, they're unfit even to have the scraps of the table. And he's like, even a dog deserves the scraps of the table. Something like that. I'm trying to remember. I'm going to level with you. I'm not as familiar with the Bible as I should be. Yeah, we nobody ever is. Fair enough. But he wasn't doing it to like, oh, you're a dog. He's like, he was doing it to prove a point kind of thing. Because Jesus is good at that. He's he's not just, he doesn't say things even even in in being rude or crass uh, as a, oh, I'm just going to, this will, this will get a rise. No, he, he's like, oh no, I'm going to make a point here. And then he, he, he wraps it in love and he's like, no, mm. you're, you're a child of God. Like <laughs> you deserve all the love and, and forgiveness and, and eternal life as anybody else. And so he, Jesus is good at that. And I appreciate it. But at the same time, it doesn't always come across nice. <laughs> Everyone thinks nice. Kind. Nice. Again, yeah. is here we are. Two mm-hmm. sides of a, two sides of the same coin. Well, that's why you don't allow your kids to do st- things that make you hate them. Yeah. Because if is, is, is that kind to them? Is that nice? It's like, oh, it's, it might be nice to just let them do whatever, to have candy till 4 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
but is it kind to their future, to themselves, to their bodies, to their health? No. no. You're, you're being cruel because of your, what's the word, apathy? Well, you're perpetuating, or you're, you're basically, you're setting them up for failure. Yeah. Right, by, by not, by being nice, you're setting them up by, to, fi- to fail. Yeah. And by being kind and saying no, yeah. you're setting them up to succeed. Well, that's, I think that's one of the biggest problems that we have with the trans movement and everything is because everyone thinks you need to be nice and accepting and this mm-hmm. is how they feel. It's like, well, maybe they feel wrong. Maybe they're not correct in this. Well, see, this is and, what I And understand. that's unfortunate because that's not kind to their future self because when they keep getting more and further and further into depression, that's not helping them. Yeah, you're affirming that they feel. Like, you've probably heard the comparison where they're like, you would never affirm an alcoholic. Mm-mm. Right? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, you are an alcoholic. You should take a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anorexic, That's not how that works. Anorexia? You, you, you say, never hey, affirm anorexia. Well, th- exactly. Yeah. And so what you do is you say, hey, look, like, I love you and I care about you. And that's why I need to say, like, you're a man or you're a woman or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, yeah, I know you're feeling this way and maybe you're a little confused. Maybe what? Like, everybody goes through puberty. Yep. Like, my fear is that all this affirming stuff is going to is gonna ruin teenagers. Yeah. Because... I, I, there was no point in my life where I ever thought like I was the wrong gender or anything, but going through puberty and just like your emotions and like all the things that come <gasps> with that, that you just don't understand. Roller like, coaster. Oh yeah. Especially being a, a dude, right? Like I feel like boys horny. struggle with well, horny. Well, <sighs> Unbelievable. So horny, but angry. <laughs> oh yeah. Like if you just. The, unjustifiably. You're like, I, I'm, I'm angry and I don't even know why. I know. So now imagine if instead of anger, I, I was sad or depressed and oh. you're like, oh yeah, I know. And, and, and. Somehow it was able to be manipulated in a form, in a way that would allow a, th- a psychologist or therapist, doctor, whatever, mm-hmm. think, oh, well, the solution to this is to cut the, my genitals off. Yeah. Or to, to do hormone blockers or whatever. Do you know what makes people angry? Testosterone. We cut those nuts off. You won't have that problem anymore. <laughs> okay, we're, we're spiraling. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this right now because I'm only going to get mad. You're just going to get mad. All right. Well, let's talk about protesters. Running over protesters. What's the best vehicle? Uh... <laughs> Hummer 2? Have you ever driven a Hummer? I have. They're fucking awesome. Like an H1? We're talking like a real Hummer? I'm talking any Hummer. Uh, dude. Okay. I work at a dealership. I, dude. I worked at the same dealership at the same time. That's Remember right. that 10th oh, gen? Yeah. No, 20th gen Hummer that they released yeah. with the big diesel in it? That's Whoa. right. Did that still the 6.5 or do you drive? Do you ever drive a 6.6? I don't, I think I've ever even seen one with the 6.6 in it. I don't think I've seen a 6.6. I oh, think they're so much better. They're so much better. They make a 6.5 so doggy. Really? Oh, I can't. It's sad. It's actually kind of sad. Oh. But anyways, <laughs> so I've driven all, all three different kinds of Hummers. And so remember Keith Matheson? I shouldn't drop names. Not Keith Matheson. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody listens. <laughs> if you want me to edit it, I'll edit it. But <laughs> no, it's fine. I just, mm. anyways, so he had one mm-hmm. and he had a 6.5 in it. And I remember he was talking about doing the conversion kit and it was going to cost like $30,000 and this and that. And that was for a used engine and everything with like no guarantees. Yeah, it was really nasty. Oh. But uh, they're, they're like a Ferrari. Like from a value standpoint, they're oh, yeah. horrendously overpriced and they can be just in terrible shape, but yep. it came factory with the six, six people are just angry for them. Yeah. But I remember, so he always took it to like mud shows and stuff like that. And he always did really well for like the st- quote unquote stock classes. Yeah. Yeah. He always did really, really well. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I drove, my buddy had an H2. Yeah. And they're, they're douche mobiles. A hundred percent. Oh, but you hop in one and you're like, 
Fuck, I love being a douche. <laughs> just, you're just like, this is the greatest feeling ever. You just feel, it's not much bigger than a pickup. I've never been so satisfied with being a complete asshole. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I yeah. couldn't believe it. I'm like, this is so much fun. Yeah. I didn't, it shouldn't be that much fun because you know the people that will drive them are probably a little douchey. Nope. And then you hop in and you're like, this is awesome. Yeah, I jump in one and I'm immediately, my mindset goes from I'm better than you and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even my vehicle. Yeah. So I realized we diverted so quickly. I don't understand. <laughs> I that. said the word protesters. protesters. I'm like, Squirrel. Let's run them over. <laughs> so we got time, man. What time? I got time. I got lots of time. Yeah, yeah. We got a half hour still. Oh, yeah. Okay. So look, when it comes to protesting, this is actually the original. Anyway, have you have you ever protested? I have. Okay, I have, and it was during the the trucker protest and their mask mandates and the vaccine mandates and all these yep. other things. I participated in, in a few locally. Yeah. Um. So they weren't big comparatively, but considering our small town, like we had pretty good turnouts. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I went to a few. I think that protesting is good if it's not woke. Yeah. That's the quick and dirty of it. Well, wh- <clears throat> like when you're protesting the right. Again, to to hormone block children and different things like that, I, that's a problem to me because I feel like you're protesting to harm people. Whereas yeah. when you're protesting to give people medical autonomy, I yeah. think that's that's like is lo- the level of importance is is yeah, it does not compare. The thing is, I do believe that people should be allowed to protest. I'm 100 percent on you should be allowed. I might not agree. Mm-hmm. I don't have to agree with your politics. I don't have to agree with what your what your message is. Mm-hmm. You should be allowed to do it. With that being said, I don't have to fucking agree with your protest. So the nuance to this, though, is now it seems like you're allowed to protest certain things. Like yeah. you, you, well, when we look at, look at the trucker ride is a perfect example of things yeah. you're not allowed to protest. Which is really strange because they were fighting for like the whole, the whole thing was because truckers weren't going to be allowed to cross the border without having yep. the juice. That's where it started. And they just wanted to be able to do their job. Yeah. And they're saying like, hey, like this isn't unfair. Like not only, not only do we provide goods and services to everybody, like literally the country relies oh, on Oh, the, the, the whole world was thanking them before that. They were like, oh, this, you guys are the- you. Until they were villain, villainized. Yeah. So what they were fighting for was they're like, hey, look, we cross the border. We interact with nobody. Yep. We get to our spot. We back into the place. We call because of the COVID-19 Shit. Precautions, precautions, right? So we'll call in and I don't interact with anybody, yeah. right? And then I set my paperwork in this bin and I don't interact with anybody. So they're like, why, why are we setting these rules in place? Yeah. Right. So to me, the logically that made sense to protest that. Yeah. Right. And it got so big and it just, it, I think it united the country. The thing is there was, there was some come alongs that went along with it. Like people just riding those coattails. It's like, oh, this is more than just truckers. It's like, no, it started as this mm-hmm. and you've turned it into so mm-hmm. much more. And it, it became very huge. Now, there is a problem, is the coattail, like some of the people, I've met some of the protesters, mm-hmm. people who have gone to Ottawa for the big protest, and they were genuinely, sincerely good people that were like, I disagree with this, and I don't feel like we should be forced to take a medical experiment, mm-hmm. experimental vaccine. And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to take Trump's vaccine either. 
Yeah, that's right. Fucking Trump's vaccine, motherfuckers. I hate when people are like, oh, you're just anti-vax. It's like, well, let's just call it what it is. It's Trump's. And if you got it, you support Trump to a certain degree. And if you're a left-leaning person, that's going to irk you a little. Oh, man, I love that so, so much. So, fuck y'all. Anyways. <laughs> Trump supporting vaccine Mega taker. motherfuckers. <laughs> so, th- there's this. It started with that. Like, we just don't want to take this. I, I, I don't engage with mm-hmm. people. I don't have this. And, and really, this is my livelihood. This is my job. This keeps the country running. Literally. like Literally, this is, you want food, you want product, you want parts for vehicles, for, mm-hmm. for keeping your house, like building materials, like mm-hmm. building new homes, old homes, or maintaining homes that are there. Virtually everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything comes in a truck. Yeah, train tracks don't go to every single place. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I, I don't use trucks. I use Amazon. Oh, Fucking my goodness. That, <laughs> you're the problem with the world. Yeah, if, 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 if you if you think your shit doesn't come in a truck, you're, you're not you're not even trying. You magical are, fairy dust gets I don't thing. even want to say you're not paying attention, but it's too lazy. Uh, then I met people um, that went there, and they were belligerent assholes. I met people that, that they was like, oh, yeah, I went to Ottawa. And I started talking to them for like five minutes. Like, oh, the media would love you. Mm. The left-leaning, because you're an idiot. Like, I, so I get your heart. Th- so, so what kinds of things were these people doing? Because this is actually the first time that I've heard people say they went there with malicious intent. Well, Maybe not malicious, but like to be a jerk, essentially. Well, he wasn't doing that to be a jerk, mm-hmm. but the way he conducted my, himself was very belligerent. You would get in people's faces and get very yelly. I'm like, that's that's not how you engage in good conversation. Yeah. And that's where a good portion of the truckers were doing very well. They would get air toys. They would clean up after themselves. They were shoveling the streets. Yes, they were honking their horns and making noise, but it's Ottawa. They're used to having protests. They have them all the time. They do have them all the time. Mm-hmm. I live there. Or across the river. It's the same thing. My hmm, Somebody I know said, I want my city back. I was like, well, guess what? I want my fucking rights back. No doubt. You don't say I want my city back. No, I I can't go to restaurants because I didn't get vaccinated because I don't think you should be forced to take anything. Mm-hmm. And somebody else says, it's like, you're not being forced. You have a choice. And I'm like, oh, all right there, Mr. Mafia. It'd be a shame if somebody came in here and smashed up your place. That's It's, it's, it's you know- emotional, mental ma- manipulation, strong arming. Well, so you know what it is? It's actually, there's, it's a, I don't know if it's a real like medical term, but it's kind of a, a term that's becoming more recognized. It's called Agent Smith syndrome. Do you remember in the movie, The Matrix? Yeah. Agent Smith, who yeah. literally just like anybody could turn into Agent Smith. Yeah. Well, you can, you can almost watch a person's body language, demeanor, even their facial expressions change when you say something that challenges their belief. Yeah. And they turn into Agent Smith. Yeah. And they just, they just regurgitate all these media hot points and they just, you can but, see that they've been programmed and it's so oh, funny. Yeah. And, and, and that's why you need to be more personal, more one-on-one. Yep. Challenge them on an individual. Don't do it in a crowd. Yep. Talk to, that's, that's why I love having, have you listened to any of our Will Smith episodes? We have uh, Will Smith come uh-huh. on here. He's one of the, not the Will Smith. Okay. That's white. what I thought for a second. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, salty. We're that was a- huge. Uh, no, we got a guy whose uh, name is Will Smith. He's yep. Very white. We call him Vanilla Will because that's awesome. It is so good, uh, and he doesn't get to choose his nickname. It's just the way it goes. And he is very left in a lot of ways. We really? disagree on so much. Well, simultaneously, we're—I don't want to say best friends, but we're very good friends. Yep. Like this is a guy that I'm like, I disagree with you on so much, but we can have great jokes and conversation. He sits in that chair and just—he's 
just great to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand that like, you get a one-on-one basis. You probably agree on, I, I disagree with him on so much. I agree with him in some areas. I don't agree with his conclusions mm-hmm. or how we got there. I'm like, no, I, I hear what you're saying. I disagree. But you can do that on a one-on-one. But when you're fighting it, you, when you s- challenge somebody insincerely, like when you're just, oh, you know, this will get them. Yeah. Then you're not fighting that person. You're fighting an idea. Yeah. Because they are living out a character of what they think is the right thing to do. And you are too. Yeah. I do it. I, I'm horrible at it. If someone challenges my beliefs, I, I, I hopefully, I try to. I've done it before where I will step back and say, why does this bother me? Why do I believe it? What's my thought pattern? Like when it came to weed for a long time. And I was very against it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nobody should be doing it. Drugs are bad. Like just, anyone who does it is going to be an idiot and lazy. And then my mother's like, yeah, it makes people lazy. And so I'm like looking, I'm like, oh. I understand that. And so somebody. Well, that's all everything yeah. is really. And then when I reaffirm, when I tried doing that again recently, well, recently, 10 years ago, uh, somebody's like, do you actually believe that? I'm like, yeah, it makes people lazy. I'm like, does it? Because there's some very productive people that smoke weed. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but th- they're the exception. It's like, no, a lot of people. And then I, I look back at the people that I knew that were lazy. And I'm like, yeah, but these people, this is my own personal experience. And I'm like, wait, they, they weren't going anywhere beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't not... the weed that made them lazy. It was the lazy that made them weed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've got to the point where, uh, yeah, it's just. Just there. It's just there. I'm, I don't even care. It's just it's around, and it doesn't bother. I don't do it for my kids because I'm, I'm a good. I'm a very important good person. So. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I don't want that to be who I am and what I am and what I do. Yeah. If if all I ever was known for is the guy who sits here and drink whiskey all the time, it's not a very good way to be remembered. Hundred percent. So uh, I've had I've had my beliefs challenged. And the way that I view some things. And I, I still stand on a lot of things. Well, it's tough though. It really is to, to be challenged on something that you believe in or yeah. that you've just, it's just always been that way. Yes. It's really, really hard to try to see it from another person's perspective, even if you still agree with them at the end of it. Yeah. Like it's really, really hard. And it's also, it's even, I'd say even harder to stay civil about it. Yeah. Because usually when your beliefs are being challenged, it's, it's, it's emotionally charged with something. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and that's, and that's the beauty of being a man because yeah. everybody expects us to keep our emotions in check anyways. Yeah. So you're like, man, I'm obligated to not lose my cool here. So, and it, it, I think it actually benefits you. I think that's why, um, men can have conversations and disagree and be civil. Yeah. And I'm, and. You think women are more likely to be emotionally charged? Well, they are. Yeah. I, I a hundred percent, my wife would back me up on that too. Oh, I did it to my wife tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did that. I forgot. <laughs> you, I, 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 I had a conversation with her and, um, how was it? She, okay. There's this, uh, thing going on in Northern Alberta next uh, August long weekend. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you want to come? Cause you're not going to the metal thing. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go at all. And she's like, why not? I'm like, I disagree with so much of their theology. I don't agree with them. Like I've heard enough that I'm like, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. I just disagree. I don't think it's right. And I don't like. I don't feel, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, my my senses would be peak the whole time looking for flaws. And I'm like, that's not how I find my time enjoyable. I'm probably going to be working anyway, so I'm not worried about it. But she, she's like, she got really defensive. And I'm like, what, what's up? And she's like, you just said that 
you disagree with everything this person is saying, but you're fine with me going. And I'm like, yeah, because you want to go. Because you like that individual. You, you, Another good example. So, that's so funny you say that. It made me think of there was a person on social media that both my wife and I followed. And I no longer liked that individual's content. It had changed. It had become a little too left for me personally, right? Yeah. It doesn't take much to go that way that to be a little, but that's neither here nor there. So they're, I didn't, I no longer liked their content. So I had unfollowed that person. Yeah. Well, that person had been a pretty big influence in Amanda's life <clears throat> and their sexual orientation had nothing to do with anything. It was just that person. Mm-hmm. Well, that person's content had changed to the point where he was like shaking his stuff in a banana hammock in front of the camera and just like, oh, wow. it, it was instead of being like good, wholesome, just content where I was like, oh yeah, like I like this individual, no matter of, the, no matter their affiliation, I like this person, right? Yeah. They seem like a good person. And we got in a fight about it because I had unfollowed somebody on my social media that had changed the, their content yeah. to, in a, in a, in a, to a way that I didn't like it. And I, talking about being emotionally charged. Well, Amanda cares about that person because of how he had influenced her life. Yeah. So she was mad that I didn't share that feeling as well. Yeah. And then like six months later, she's like, yeah, no, I can't, I can't follow me. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is ridiculous. But that, but it's funny that not feeling the same way. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to me how it, it charges a, it charges a, even just a simple conversation. Yeah. And it, it means nothing. Like, do you think that person even realized that I unfollowed no, them? No, no. They don't care. No. I, I, they don't even know I exist. No. So what's the, and it's my social media feed. Yeah. Why, why do I don't want that stuff clouding things? Like it, it's already doom scrolling so much. I'm so bad. Oh, I know. I hate it. I, I, I consume, so I consume so much while simultaneously I contribute nothing because I don't want to. I'm like, this is shit. <laughs> but here I am eating it. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> both on the gram and, and Facebook, the reels and stuff like that. I know they're 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 oh they got you dialed. They got you dialed for the oh, content. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, and then oh, I met a guy today, and he uh, <laughs> he said, "Oh, I didn't know you had a dirty mind. Like you you, you like dirty jokes." And I'm like, "Huh? What? You you didn't know?" He's like, "No, you you've never said a dirty joke in front of me." I'm like, "No." And there, I'm like, there are jokes I won't say that I laugh at. <laughs> like, that, I, I've got a horrible sense of humor. Oh, man. I, and so I told him the enzyme hormone. You ever heard? Yeah. That? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard that one today. The That's awesome. Said, it's so funny. It's such a banger. All right. I got to say it. Otherwise, yeah. like, what's the joke? You ever, what's the difference between an enzyme and a hormone? I don't know, Mike. What's the difference between an enzyme and a hormone? I can't hear an enzyme. Or I can't fuck an enzyme. Or <laughs> I've never heard of that version. You can't hear an enzyme. I've heard that one. <laughs> Ooh, that's a little <laughs> nuance to that one. Anyways, so if you didn't catch the joke, it's you can hear a hormone. A hormone. Yep, yep. So I just wanted anybody that, any of the three just, people that are listening, if you didn't it get out. it. That, that way it's not a joke anymore. <laughs> that's right. The second you, you have to <laughs> explain it, it's no longer a joke. It's perfect. You're welcome. Uh, so no jokes here. Uh, <laughs> Strictly so no jokes. So I told jokes him that one and he's yep. like. Oh, and that's such a base level, like for like raunchiness. Okay. This is a joke that does not make, hmm, just going to say it. Do it. This does not make my, my circulation of jokes Mm -hmm. that I will say. What's the difference? Or, uh, I went to the, I went to the, uh, drugstore the other day to go pick up condoms for my daughter. And they're like, your daughter is sexually active. And I'm like, no, she just lays there like your mother. Oh. It's so bad. I'm like, that is a horrible joke. I heard it. I'm like, ha. (laughs) 
No. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm not allowed to laugh. No. Oh, laugh at that one. Not funny. And it's not funny. It's horrible. <laughs> it is horrible. 100%. <laughs> but it's so horrible that you laugh. It's like a yeah. it's it's like a plane full of baby orphans crashing. It's like, "Oh, who are they going to tell their parents?" <laughs> Which is a thing that happened. Did you what? know that? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm such a terrible uh, person. <laughs> during the Vietnam War, they decided to evacuate a bunch of uh, orphans yep. out of a hot zone, mm-hmm. and they didn't close the back hatch all the way. No it, way. It, they didn't all die. A lot of them lived. <laughs> That's so and, But you bad. hear it. You're like, it's the saddest thing in the world. It's, it's, it's Orphans, sad. Plane crashes, sad. Put them together, kind of funny. Kind of funny. <laughs> And it was Vietnam. How how many years before you're allowed to laugh at things that are not funny? Man, I will wait 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's all you get out of me. Because everything's circulating so quickly. Well, that's what I'm saying. So fast. If I can't laugh at it now, then I may forget it existed. How, how, how soon before you laughed at the submarine one? Oh, I was laughing when it happened. Yeah. What is, what is like, it about billionaires? They're like, oh my goodness, these billionaires got crushed. I'm like, Pfft. I started seeing memes <laughs> they, about what people, their last selfie looked like. There's all squished faces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was on that. Like I a, couldn't believe it. I'm like, there's still a life, but for some reason, the associate, like billionaires that should know better, there's the halo effect that just gets destroyed. You know it's what? Like, oh, they're rich, so obviously they're good at other things like discretion. Nope. Nope. So, <laughs> I like the pop at the end of that. <laughs> it's very reminiscent <laughs> of a submarine. Yeah. <laughs> underwater. I just like it because a billionaire, you associate billionaires with intelligence, like you said. Yeah. And I'm smarter than them because I wouldn't have gone on a friggin' can. I'm not. A pop can. You would have jumped on it? Yeah, fuck yeah. Really? Yeah, because because at the time, I say at the time, I believe I had a faith in humanity that believes that they would not allow this to be a thing if it wasn't safe. You know the moment I decided there's no freaking way that I would get on that boat? When they showed the- The, the lunch textual. The knockoff- <laughs> Remote, it wasn't even like PlayStation or Xbox, it was just a Logitech controller. And I'm yeah. like, bro, they're going to die. The thing is, I do, like, there are naval submarines that are used, like, they use these things. They'll use Xbox control. They'll use proper Xbox, though. But, you so, know, like, they, we have these very complicated controllers, or you can use this one, and we can just replace it all the time. But they have, like, 20 or 30 of them. For when one something goes wrong. You know how people say, like, hey, don't be too attached to your job. You're just a number that will replace you tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know if it was even 48 hours after that. There was a job posting from that company looking for submarine <laughs> operators. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like will not real. take experienced white males who have been in the military. Because that's the thing. They were like, oh, who's going to be inspired by somebody experienced <laughs> who a, knows what to look for? A, a black lesbian man. <laughs> that's right. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's just Who is Asian? That's just a dude. <laughs> that's just another dude. We're <laughs> just a, I, I am a lesbian too. I, I have to say it. Yeah, well. Love the ladies. Love me the ladies. Bit of a rug muncher, are you? <laughs> that's not your business. We're supposed to be talking about protesting. What is happening All right, right now? All right, so, um, <sighs> okay. Oh, uh, one of the things. I'm going okay, no, okay, to get back to what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. I got it. Okay, hold on. So, we're talking about the protests. Mm-hmm. And what we are and not allowed to protest. For example, yep. if there is a drag show story hour yep. and Christians go there and protest it, the cops will protect the groomers. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. Yep. I think we've gotten to a place where people, we've been, people have been tricked so effectively that they don't even realize that they're on the wrong side. Because it, 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 it comes from, it does come from a 
heart of compassion. They're like, oh, these people need to be accepted in our society. Like the people who are putting on these things are not doing it on malice. They're not. They're not seeing themselves as groomers. They're not seeing themselves as as people who are putting their kids on a path to depression and confusion. They are simply seeing a tiny minority of our society that feels ostracized and unwelcome. So in order to make them feel welcome and and, and part of a group, they're like, we're going to let you read to our children, our most vulnerable class. But that is not wise. No, it's not. It, it, I know it's where literally it comes letting from. a wolf into the chicken hen. It really is. But it, it does come from a place of compassion. They really do feel like these people see, need to see, be accepted. And I'm like, no, these people need counseling. So, see, this is where – see, you say that they, they genuinely feel like they're doing the right thing. The people who are putting on this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I think that deep down they don't. I think that they're, they're doing it for social media clout. There's, they're doing it for Ooh, to, to, social be, status. To, to be more virtuous than you. Yeah. Right. Just well, they so, are. So they can stand on that high hill. Yeah. And I think that deep down they know it's wrong. Just like deep down, we know that murder is wrong. We know that rape is wrong. We know that all these things are wrong. Right. Yeah. We know deep down. We, it's, it's just a universal. Unless, right? unless you have mental illness. If you have Correct. mental illness, you believe these that's things. Just, this is like, oh, it's just a right. thing that people so do. Darker, unless, until you're getting fucked up the ass. But it's out of me. No big deal. So. <laughs> So and I think I think that's what's going on. I think that they're only doing it to be virtuous. I think they genuinely think that it's wrong. I think, but for whatever reason, that that's the that's the hot talking point right now. So yeah. that's what they want to. That's the hill they want to die. But what do you do when there's parents out there? Okay, yes, to a certain degree, people without kids, people without any kind of dependence on them, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh yeah, we can have drag story," and then it happens to their kids. They're like, "No, you're not." There are parents out there who believe everything, and then when it comes to their own children, it's like, no, you're not. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. To and me. it's and, and they they see it for what it really is. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, you're not this thing. I I know this thing because I I protest for it. And but at the same time, it's like how you've set the standard here. You're you're and now you're saying your child can't be. It's like no, I know them. It's like well. We kind of, we've got some very good data on these people over here that you're allowing to reach our children and it's not safe and it's not good and it's not helpful. It's confusing children. And that's the thing that, that is one of the worst things is confusing children. That's right. Cause they're taking your word as the law because you're a person they trust. Yeah. And, and I think that we're, we're taking that trust and we're abusing it. Yeah. And it really bothers me. What's funny to me. Because I am a swick, kind of a twisted individual. Mm-hmm. Dr. Peter McCullough was actually um, looking at a study, and I was watching one of his videos where he was talking about the amount of people that are on some level on the spectrum that are part of the LGBT alphabet letter community. It's not just like some of them; it's the majority of them, mm-hmm. like high eighties, ninety percent of them. Yeah, and I think that's interesting. I think it's it's something that I think we have to look at because. We're talking about like the most vulnerable people, right? Yep. Or the most influential people or most influenceable. Inf- influ- influenceable? Impressionable, Imp- I think is the better, way, better right word. word. The <laughs> most impressionable people are going to be people who are on the spectrum. Yeah. Because they're not making all the connections. They're not as critical. They're, you know what I mean? They're looking to somebody else mm-hmm. to tell them right from wrong. Yeah. Right? So like we're talking about, you know, in our soul, we know that X, Y, Z is bad. But maybe these people, like, so maybe I'm, I'm talking myself in a circle now. Maybe you're right. Maybe they actually don't, and they're looking to somebody else. Yep. But the somebody else that is that's telling them that's what right or wrong, maybe they're. Well, the thing is, mm. imagine you're not making all the connections. Like you are in your neurological pathways, mm-hmm. 
they're not making proper sense. And then you have somebody come to you and says, follow your heart. Yeah, that's a problem. Your, your heart, your heart and brain don't work too good. Mm-hmm. Don't don't follow. It's like having a broken GPS and being told to follow it. Mm-hmm. Your GPS isn't working properly, yeah. and it's not compassion to allow these people who are confused and 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 need counseling and need support and love to just say, "No, you're right." Whatever, yeah, no, whatever no, you truth. feel. Yeah, your truth. Well, and see, like your, I love your GPS analogy because their truth is like, oh no, no, your GPS took you here. That's your house. No, your truth. Well, that's yeah. literally not your house. Yeah. Right. That's literally not the truth. Yeah. But we're affirming that, and that's what I think is is problematic. And, and, it, and it's it's not compassion. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's really the, not. It's not because it's still even after transition, these people have the same suicide rate. It's actually higher after five years. So they, the st- the most studies stop at about five years. And they're like, yeah. oh, hey, look, these people, they're, they, the, the sex change was, was beneficial. Yeah. But after five years, from the five to 15 year mark, the suicide rate goes through the roof. Oh, it's, it's scary, dude. Like shitty. it's super, super scary. And, 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 and it does. Mm-hmm. It honestly does come from a place of compassion. I know it does. I know these people are trying to do the right thing. The people who are affirming this, the people that are, that are, uh, trying to be an ally in these ways. Mm-hmm. You are trying to do the right thing and it's not always what you think it is. And it's it sucks Yeah. because I want the best for these people. I want them to be good to others. I want love. I want all the that life has to offer for them mm-hmm. to happen. And affirmation's not the way. No, because sometimes telling somebody I love them or telling somebody you love them or you care about them is saying no. Yeah. I love you. I love you too much. And I got to tell you that you're wrong. Yeah. And the funniest thing is I keep saying the word funny, but I don't mean that. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> the, the thing about that is what we did before worked better. Yeah. Right. And the way we've separated families and encouraged women to leave their husbands and be, be that boss bitch and do all these things. Yeah. We've actually created our own monster yeah. because we haven't been taking responsibility for the we, the environment that we've created. What uh, we've advocated the throne, not figure the the figure of throne, the yeah, the yeah, headship, yeah. the the I I I know it's a very patriotical ter- mm. or, uh, pa- yeah patriotical uh, uh, for a uh, term to say advocating the throne because it's like oh we're the headship we're the man in the family it's like no there there needs to be somebody strong at the head because. Uh, if a burglar breaks into my house, I'm not going to be like, honey, get after it. It's your turn, babe. <laughs> Boss. Yeah, be that, show, be that boss bitch. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So the structure that we've had for a really, really long time has has worked. And I and I, I genuinely think that the, the people that are trying to weaken society to, to change it to what they want it to be, yeah. know, they know that. They're not dumb. Yeah. They're assholes, but they're not dumb. But the, I think one of the problems is that we've got guys in our society who can't go to the burglar. They can't stand up to the home. They they got they got nothing to throw. But it's be, it's because we've encouraged mediocrity and weakness. Oh yeah. Like it's, I think it likely started before that. But it I think it started. It was a long time coming yeah. for sure. But as soon as we started giving ribbons to people that weren't first, second, or third. Right, because it's like, oh no, no, you participated. Well, these participation awards, all they do Did is make that person feel. They, they're like, oh, well, they can participate. They get they get the, the feeling of winning something. Well, they didn't earn it. So now they think that everything that they participate in is earned, but it's not. Did you get any? No, I, I either placed, no, my, my mom was like, hard no. 
Yeah. If you, I got some. They went right in the trash. I'm like, I'm, I'm a well, competitive so that's motherfucker. What yeah, yeah. I will. I know. No. You did it on your own. Oh yeah. Good on you. If I'm not first, I'm last. It's like first, second, whatever. I don't care. You see those? Those are martial arts medals. Yeah. <laughs> those are, those are top three. You see any any fourth? Hard no. <laughs> And no, you shouldn't, that but that's what I'm saying. So not only does it make that person feel like they deserve more than they deserve because, mm-hmm. and cause they didn't, they didn't earn it. Right. And yeah. if I feel like if you don't earn it, you don't deserve it. Yep. And I don't think that's unfair, but I think that it takes away when a person does earn. Yeah. Right. So like, okay, well, you know, little Jimmy, I, I beat Jimmy in this race by four seconds. He placed dead last. I placed first. I worked my butt off for this, Yeah. but he got, he got the crisp high five and the ice cream. Yeah. You mean like he didn't earn it? Yeah. And I'm not saying you should push him in the dirt and call him a loser. What I'm saying is, Jimmy, you got to work harder, bro. Yeah. Or you're not going to get the same recognition oh, that, that. I I have to do that to my kids, and it is tough. It's of course it is to do it to your kids. But that's kind. Yeah. Like it's right back to what we're talking about being nice and yeah. being kind. Yeah. Because I'm telling, I don't tell my kids it's like, oh, it's not fair. I'm like, no, get good. Yeah. Like start practicing. Yeah. Like. Whew. You mm-hmm. see my, my son and daughter wrestle now. Oh, yeah. They're getting competitive. Nice. And, and jiu-jitsu and stuff like that, it's coming in. Like, they're doing their side control. They're getting full mount. I'm like, all right, cool. And they're like, what do I do? And I'm like, you trap the arm and you trap the leg and you bridge. Come on. Like, whatever it is in the moment. One thing that I've noticed is with my oldest, actually, now you're talking specifically about wrestling and stuff, is he's so concerned about hurting the other person. Mm-hmm. Even if it's somebody he doesn't like, even if it's somebody that's being mean to him, yep. he's so concerned about either hurting them physically or emotionally or anything that he doesn't try. Oh, really? So with wrestling, you can see like he'll wrestle his little brother. And unless he's actually angry, like seeing red angry, yeah. he only goes 50 to 70%. Yeah. And then my middle child will win and he'll be sad that he lost, but he's so worried about hurting him mm-hmm. during their wrestling event yeah. that he doesn't try fully. Huh. And it's really interesting. So- that, that is a, a strange dichotomy, like just the, the, the well, th- not think, giving it your all while simultaneously being sad that you lost. I'd be I like, think it's my fault though. I think I helicopter, so he's my first, right? Yeah. So you're, you're always a little, you don't know what you're doing, right? Like yeah. your first child is growing up with you basically is what he's doing. Oh, and you're you, growing, and, they're growing. <laughs> and well, and, but that's the thing, right? So, so your first child grows up with you and every child after that gets parents. Yeah. Right. So I think what I did was I helicopter parented. I, I told him too many times to be careful and too many times to be nice and too many times to be gentle, yeah. but he's a boy. Yeah. Right. So I think I've, so I'm trying to work that out of him a little bit. Right. Yeah. A little while ago, they were in a scrap again and they were just, just beaking, beaking back and forth for going on. And I said, you guys going to fight? So you guys get, you might as well fight, get it over with. Cause mm-hmm. I'm sick of listening to you. Just mm-hmm. go over there, wrestle it out, kick, punch, don't bite. Yeah. Give her. Yeah. And he won. Now my little guy is very used to winning because he doesn't try. Yeah. Right. So he just, he assumes that he's stronger, even though he's not as big, even though he's younger. He just, cause he always wins. He assumes he's stronger. Yeah. Until my, my oldest tries. And I think it's really interesting because uh. the way the dynamic changed that day, the respect that my little guy gives his older brother now is different. Yeah. And it was one time. It was one event. It is. He's just like, nope, that's it. I'm going to put in this effort and you're going to respect me. Okay. And, you, you've heard Jordan Peterson then, I assume. You ever oh, hear he's about such the, a beauty. Oh, great. Like one uh, of my favorite people. Yeah. He was talking about rats wrestling and how a bigger rat will, we could win all the time, mm-hmm. but if he doesn't allow the smaller rat to win a certain percentage of the time. They'll stop trying. They stop, they stop wrestling. They mm-hmm. stop engaging. So they allow the smaller one to win just yeah. so that there's that engagement in wrestling. And I think, I think your kid's coming up on that of eventually. Uh, Eventually he'll have to let him win one just to. Well, no, see, well, maybe. I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Well, I think, I think that my little guy has won enough times. Yeah. 
because they believe me, they still go at her, mm-hmm. right? And it's just every once in a while that Landon, I don't want to say his name, but Landon, every once in a while, he 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 will try again, yeah. right? But you you know you can see it in his eyes that he knows. Yeah, he knows that when he puts effort in, that the the the, the outcome is different. Yeah. So what's funny is it's not just mice that do that. It's yeah. like lots of animals in the animal kingdom do that. Like lions. Yeah. Talking about like a full grown male lion. Yeah. Will, will like roll over for yeah. the young, the, yeah, the yeah, cubs, yeah. right? Cubs? Yeah. What's, is that the right thing? Cubs? Yeah, yeah. All right. Cub, uh, yeah. I hate to hijack it. No. We only got like five minutes. So I really want to do this really quick. Okay. You do um, The reason that we did the whole podcast about protesting and all that. Oh, I saw man, somebody, I saw somebody with a truck that said zero fucks given, but it was plastered like three times on the back windshield. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that truck around town? I have seen quite a few people with different things on there. This guy had it like, like too much. Mm-hmm. If you've put in that much effort into saying, I don't give a fuck, you, 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 you do, <laughs> you do give a fuck and you want the whole world to know that you don't, which means you do. Mm-hmm. So, um. Just super, it's like a guy that talks about how big his, his, his meat is all yeah, the time. Yeah. It's probably tiny. Yeah. It's probably tiny or yeah. just, you know, average. It's just super average. Just t- yeah. <laughs> Imagine the disappointment. Yeah. And <laughs> just. I want to videotape it. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, is the zero fucks attitude a good one to have all the time? No. I don't think so. I, with that being said, I don't think you should care too much. about Some things are not worth caring about. Yeah. Like what people think on Instagram or social media. Fuck that noise. Don't waste your time. I think people that ride the fence all the time are super douches. Yeah. But I do think that finding a middle ground on this is 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 yeah. perfect. Yeah. You have to because you... you if you're too much one way, then you're overcompensating. Yes. If you're too much the other way, like you care too much or you don't care too much, yeah. you're compensating one way, shape, or form. Yeah. It's a shape. Oh my goodness. Words are hard right now. <laughs> you're not even having whiskey. In one way or another, you're compensating for something and you're probably a liar for it. Yeah. Like really, that's what it boils down well, to. Well, you're, you're trying to give it to yourself. Yeah. You're like, oh, I believe this. Like, do you? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Do, you, do you believe it or do you just want people to think you believe it? Yeah. yeah. And so maybe there are things worth giving a fuck about and mm-hmm. there are things that you need to just let go. What other people think of you, maybe don't care what the general population thinks. Mm-hmm. Care what a certain few, people you high, hold in high regard. Yeah. If somebody important to you thinks that you're doing a good job or you're taking care of your kids, if your dad thinks you're doing really good, depending on your father, of course, you might be doing a great job. Mm-hmm. My dad's like, man, I, you guys are so much better parents than we were. And I remember uh, hearing stories about us crawling onto the highway as small children. And I'm like, yeah, we were. I am so much better. Uh, but at the same time, I, I, I do hold that in high regard. Mm-hmm. So hold a few people in high regard and, and consider what they think of you. And if, if they don't know you exist... Don't hold them in high regard. They're nobody. They don't, they're not in your life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't give fucks that are not worth giving. Mm-hmm. If you're, ju- if you go to a job and you're just like, I don't give a fuck. It's like, well, cool. Well, you can go not give a fuck on the unemployment line over there. <laughs> so. <laughs> what are your strengths? I don't care. It doesn't seem like a strength. Well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Good words. I actually enjoy that joke. It's so funny, yeah. (laughs) What's your weakness? Uh, Honestly, I don't think that's a weakness. I don't give a fuck what you think. (laughs) It's... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you got to get going. Yeah. 
Uh, this is a lot of fun. I totally I like coming it. on your podcast, bro. It's so fun. It is. That's why I was like, next time, next time when next time you when you're when you're scraping the bottom there to try to no, find no no fuck that you 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 you've beaten Mike. You 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 are now going to be called ahead of Mike. It's oh, Devin. Yeah. If uh, Devin's not available, yeah. you you've now Mike. You had your chance. Hey, that's it. That's what you get. <laughs> that's so funny. He had a vasectomy. I called him because I thought he had time, and I was like, oh, I don't want to bother Brian. Yeah, no, he dude. You know what's so funny? I've never wanted to bag take someone so hard in my life. I saw him at church yesterday, and I'm like, he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm a little sore. I'm like, oh, what's going on? He's like, oh, I got snipped. I just want to be like, bing. I didn't. <laughs> I'm a big boy. I didn't do it. The inside voice. <laughs> the day I the day I got my vasectomy, yeah. I fell down some stairs oh, <laughs> right my. onto my ass cheek. Oh, <laughs> how was that? Horrible. I imagine. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But I'm scared. Time, I'm scared to get the snip, bro. No, it's not bad. Yeah, Friesen said the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's you got to have the right guy I, doing I it. I fell down the stairs. I had a girl. Oh, do you know what's terrifying about a girl snipping your nuts? They don't have the equipment. I'm not saying that women are not capable. I'm saying they don't under. I don't think you can understand mm-hmm. the uh, severity of the things you're handling without having them. Mm-hmm. So a girl did it, and. <laughs> There were two there. It's like, you mind somebody observed? I'm like, no, nah, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm pretty secure in my just, manhood Just here. make sure you take care of it and, and then she's like, oh, do you want to talk about things? I'm like, yep. What do you want to talk about? Motorcycles or UFC? I don't care. Just not my nuts and the burning smell. Just, oh, that's <laughs> the, the burning flesh. <laughs> I think that's the part I would struggle with the most, though. Nah, it's not bad. Oh, yeah. You say it's not bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. I fell down the stairs and then drove to Edmonton for a marriage co- count, uh, marriage conference. Uh, the day after I drove to Edmonton. Really? Yeah. I'm fine. But uh, I'm special. I am amazing. Special K, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, cool. We're going to let you guys go. God bless. Have a great day.